afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and sitting to the left of me with a noisy, what are you eating, a cookie? What are you going to have? I have a cookie. Look at that cookie. It's as big <laughs> as your head. Do you want a piece of it? I, I, uh, wait, there'd be kind? enough. There'd be enough for what everyone. Piece? What kind? It's Rocky Road. Yes. I was going to say no until you said that. It's April Richardson. She's going to yes. dig into this giant cookie. It's a Rocky Road cookie. It's, it's literally like a flying saucer. It better be good. I can't even break it. I'm weak. Wait a minute. I forget what's in Rocky Road, the ice cream. What is in it? Marshmallows. Look, chocolate chips. Are these nuts? Yeah. Are you allergic to nuts? No. What if I was? Yes, I'm dead. She just swells up. No, I'm just trying to remember the ingredients just because I can't remember the last time I had Rocky Road ice cream. There's a new segment on the show called First Taste. Called Foley Artists. Foley Artists. As we eat into the mics. How's it? That's a good cookie. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't do that. April's covering up the mic. Yeah, I don't want everybody to hear me crunching. I'm a lady. That's totally you. No. That's Kyle. It's uh what's in it? Almonds, chocolate Doo-doo. chips, marshmallows, and almonds. Chocolate. I didn't really get a, a hint of marshmallow in there, though. It might be like within I the, got the batter. Almondy. Might be in the batter, like some like fluff. It. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't ask. It just looked. Do you best. like? You can't eat ice cream. Yeah, lactose, lactose intolerant. Yeah. Oh, what a bummer, man! Uh, Lactaid okay. makes ice cream. I just would do it anyway. I do. No. Ice cream gives me the dumps, but I just eat it anyway as <laughs> it makes long me, as I'm at home. Uh, it makes me all congested. Like I sniff and I get all clogged up when I eat like milk or ice cream, but I still do it. I still do it too. It's worth the no pain, no gain. It's worth it. It's <laughs> ice right. cream. Uh, okay. Well, I, gi- I give the cookie a thumbs up. Good job. Kyle has too much in his mouth. Don't choke again. Again? Don't. I had to give him the Heimlich once at a Greek restaurant. Are you serious? Yeah. You're lucky to be alive. Yeah. Wait, when was this? Mm, this was on my wife's birthday. Was it full two, two on Heimlich? Ago. Like you, he did it and you like spit it kinda across threw, the room. And no, stuff? he kind of threw up. <gasps> yeah. Did, were you guys asked to leave the restaurant? No, but John Voigt was there. What? He he was at a table like literally like right there and didn't even look our way. With the he was with the brother that Angelina Jolie used to make out with. Yeah. And they public. didn't. Neither one of them tried to save he, you. He looked over and like almost like John Voigt was like, "What's going on?" He he was over. annoyed by you yeah. dying in his restaurant. <laughs> it, it probably he would probably be like, yeah, he was probably literally like, "Is that kid joking?" And his son said, "Yeah." And he goes, "I'm not even looking." Oh my god! I don't want jerks. any part of that. I'm enjoying my falafel. His daughter can save all the children in the world, but mm-hmm. he can't look over and Mm-mm. give you a little slap on the back to not, help you choking. He's not getting involved. Not cool. Mm. Uh, I'm not mad he didn't get involved. He could have at least like looked over. He was like making a He could have given you a yeah, sympathy. Like, after the fact, he would have, could have said, you okay? Yes, exactly. Could've, he could have broken into a Ray Donovan character. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? You give you a sympathy look. Something. You good? Come on, let's get a picture. Yeah. He's he's used to he's used to people choking watching Leave Schreiber act. I've never seen that show, I so I can't either. comment. I can't comment. I don't like to comment on things that uh, that, I like, I, uh, that, that I don't see. I like to be an informed critic. 
And I've never seen that show. That brings us to our, our we're going to do a segment here that we've been doing. We did it a couple of times. Did it with Jenna Varney. We did it with Weasel Zappa. Did we do it with anyone else? No. This is a segment called First Listen. Mm-hmm. Now, what we're going to do is we're, uh, the artist that we're playing tonight, this is the same artist that we played with Dweezil. And Dweezil, uh, understandably, since he's a musician, he was not that into that segment. I'm surprised even that I even sprung it on him. Yeah, well, I am too, because he had just gotten done saying, like, you have to give people a chance. And then you're like, hey, what about hey, this? Hey, what about this, buddy? Judge this in two seconds. I was, you know what's I I really liked him, and I thought he had a good time when he was in here. He didn't tweet about it. He didn't, like... When I would tweet, he didn't like it or retweet. I wonder if he didn't have a good time. I don't think that's something you should take personally. He doesn't seem like a Twitter dude. He did say that his, he's pretty not that great with social media. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, yeah, so I don't think he would do that for anyone. I don't think, yeah. you, know, I don't think you should take it personally. But he also has like a new album coming out, so you'd think that he'd want to... Right. But he also just seems like an old school enough dude that he's yeah. like doesn't tweet about things. Oh, he was lovely. His I, liked, I liked when he was here. He's a great guy. Sure. He seems cool. Yeah, he was cool. Uh, so anyway, we're gonna we're gonna uh, what Dweezil will refuse to really comment on. This, now that's the cover. I'm getting Dweezil sloppy seconds. Yeah, this is the cover of it. It's a, it's a painting, and it says, uh, well, it's not a painting, but it's obviously a picture a child did. I'd it. say crayons. It says Audrey, November six, two thousand eleven. That's the title uh, of the album. No, that's just uh, no. The title of the album is called Wrong, and the artist is Anthony Rogers. Okay. Now this is vinyl. So uh, if anyone wants this, just email me at rocksolidpodcast at gmail. And say, uh, I want that vinyl album, and uh, I'll send it to you. It also comes with a CD of the album. But we're going to listen to a couple tracks. Do you remember what we listened to when Dweez was here? We listened to the first track, which is Compromise. Okay. And then we listened to Crunch. How do you remember that? I don't know. Let's listen to, uh, you want to pick the song? Just look at those titles, see if anything. Well, tell them what's on the back. Oh, on the back, it's an egg carton that's open. And then on each one of the eggs. (laughs) In uh, a different font. In a different font on each egg is uh, the name of the is the name of each song. But it's not written on the actual egg. It's written on the picture of the also, you know what I mean? Also, Anthony, I got to say, this I'm not worst. co-signing on these fonts. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I would be less mad if they were all Comic Sans. This also says recorded at home 2011 through 2014. And I'm going to say pick up the pace. <laughs> you <laughs> should have more such than, monsters. If that kid could draw that picture in, 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 in four in, seconds, in, yeah. you should be able to write a couple of tunes. Okay. Well, I feel like listen. we've already unfairly judged this. No, because no, <laughs> we haven't heard it. We might love it. We might love it. Okay. Um, and this is, uh, let's listen to White Beach. Okay. God, now, I hope this isn't a song about a beach that's for whites only. What if this guy's a Klansman? I thought it was like slang, like white bitch. Like white what beach. if it's white beach, like white, like all the coke Mike Siegel does? All right. Let's find out. Let's find out what it's about. Some beach sounds. Seagulls. Mike Seagulls. Mike Seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if this is instrumental. Should be called White Elevator. Let <laughs> me jump ahead. No, that's why. I like his voice. And I, dream last night that I think his voice is too buried in the mix, though. I was about to say that. I think he needs to turn his voice up. When I left town so long ago, can 
You turn this one down. That one did not. I like it. I, one, this sounds like the Dewey Brothers. That didn't grab me. But, I like it. But you like. So we got we got one yay, yeah. one nay, and Kyle, you didn't care for it. Okay. How about? Um, but I do agree that he needs to turn his voice up. I like a nice. I like a song. I mean, I, I like a nice story song. And so maybe Johnny and Janie is like the new Jack and Diane. Oh sure. Okay. Let's hear what Johnny and Janie's about. This is featuring Audrey and Joe Rogers. Oh, oh the, so it's those are his kids children. Singing. Uh oh. This is always a mistake, I think. April is immediately shaking her head. No, 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 with double thumbs down. This is worse than Mellencamp's grandmother. But see, now, now there's but it's, only- this, it's this man's children. That's, I feel like. If you, I don't want to hear kids singing. Yeah. Don't put kids singing in. No. But then extra, if it's your children, because then people, you're putting people in such a weird position. Now, this has, this has, turn, please turn it. This has 10 <laughs> tracks on it. That's actually a track. That should just be like a thing that comes on after a, yeah, it should be like track. the hidden track yeah, or something. Yeah, hidden track. It's hidden perfect. at the bottom yeah, of the garbage you can't can. Do that. God. Okay. You can't do that. Let's try one more. Though. Unless you're like Raffi. I, <laughs> I don't feel like that was, that was, yeah, that's not fair. One that we could critique. So, yeah. Okay, how about uh, this could be please? We do please don't wait too long. Let's see. How about here comes the fire? Because I'm curious about oh, that. Sounds it. like a rocker. Yeah, sounds like a Springsteen song. Hey, here comes the fire. I kind of like it. I don't mind this. First listen, everybody. When I was young. I'm into it. I'm into it. How does it go? If you email me, I'll give this to you. <laughs> I have to email you still. You can't just hand it to me. It's got to be fair. Uh. Include your address so I can mail it. Okay. <laughs> I don't mind this song either. That's been the best of a lot. Okay. I like do I it. keep playing it? See if the kids come in. No. <laughs> Let's do one more. Let's here, do. Here come the kids. You want to hear big thing, or do you want to hear blown away? Blown away. Blown away. There's some shalalas in there. I don't hate it. I like it. Do you know who Jason Faulkner is? It reminds me of Jason Faulkner. I don't know who that is, but I'm going to trust that you're telling the truth. Why would you make that up? <laughs> See, you know what, though? If Beck record, if this is, if I tell you this is Beck, everyone fucking loves it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. That's what's weird about music. Yeah. If I tell you, hey, you know what this is? This is blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's the great, greatest thing ever. Right. If it had a better and more cohesive cover and back... It might be better. Yeah, yeah but now we're just being... I mean, clearly this man we, loves his children. Yeah, we can't, we can't critique the album by the album cover. I agree I mean, with you, but it's also the kind of thing where it's like, what are you going to say? He, his I mean, kids drew it. I, you can't go, oh, that sucks. I love that new U2 album, but I don't want to see Larry Mullins and his 
kid's shirtless and his dad giving him a low hug. I don't want to see I that. I don't want to see that in anywhere near my iTunes. Yeah. No. <laughs> that came on the other day on mine and I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh yeah, I remembered we all were forced to get it for free or whatever. We're all forced. Because when it came up on random, I'm like, I don't, I didn't buy this. And then uh, they didn't put hepatitis C. I know, but I'm just saying like, it, yeah, it, it just, it was an unpleasant surprise. Did you just say rando? No, I think I said random, but rando works too. All right. That's maybe what that was an Aprilism that I was looking for. Sure, Rando. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you're here. Well, thank you. This is Likewise. This is fun. Hey, now, uh, past couple episodes or so, I don't know if you've detected it, but we've known that there's been uh, there's been like an underlying little hiss on some of these episodes, and we've been trying to work it out because we don't like it. We don't like I it. I haven't noticed. So, um, well, that's good. Did you see, by the way, in the since the last episode when I posted that picture that Mike Mills did? comment yes, on my did. Instagram. That's awesome. And was like, that was you knocking on my door. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, now that he knows you're of age, maybe you'll be getting a call. Whoa, calm down. Is he married? I don't know, but I don't want to bang him <laughs> at all. Uh, you say calm down and then you say throw out bang. Well, because that's where you're headed. <laughs> no, I was saying maybe calm coffee. Down. Maybe oh, coffee. Oh, yes, of course. Maybe coffee. Uh, sure. automatic, automatic for the people. Coffee. Sure, sure. Um, so anyway, we have a new whatever uh, we have a new uh, we have a new mixing board and we have a new what do they call this thing a headphone amplifier thing. Um, Matt Belknap helped me with some get some of this stuff. So uh, it sounds good here right now in the studio. So we'll hear how yep. it sounds once we post it. Um, what did I? There was something else I wanted to tell you. Oh, okay. Oh, I know what I want to tell you. Um, as of this episode, anyone who donates uh, twenty dollars and you can donate to the podcast. Uh, via uh, rocksolidpodcast.com. Uh, if you donate $20, here's what I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you a CD that has all of the musical performances that were, have been done on this show. Now, I can't put that out there because it right. seems like I'm making money off the people that yeah, recorded this. Yeah, but, uh, but I'm going to send it to you. You guys listen to you. This is the secret thing. Sure. You've made it seven minutes into the show, so you're going to... There's someone so at the door with a cease and desist. Uh-oh. Already? Yeah. Jeez, that is quick. <laughs> Uh, Greg Kinn is very protective of his music. <laughs> um, also, between each of those uh, tracks, you're going to get a little uh, pre-show banter that I've been uh, secretly recording uh, every episode. So you That's get not about, funny. You'll get about... It, it won't be anything disparaging. And I oh, promise. sure. And, okay. And like most of the stuff that we talked about before this, that, <laughs> that, that, that will not be any... Trust okay, me, good. that will not be any of... But uh, yeah, you're going to get some pre-show banter. You maybe get uh, Mike and Murray yelling at each other. You maybe get... Uh, Christy Do says, they really so yell so, at each other? No, no. I would, I, I would believe that. Uh, no, but I mean, there's always, I always, there's always fun stuff that happens right before the show when right. everyone's settling in and right. all that stuff. I mean, Christy's drunk every time, <laughs> so you get to hear a little bit of that. Then she sure. kind of gets it together. But uh, you so that's have one of Sneagle. Sneagle. I love that. It's my favorite Muppet, Sneagle. Sneagle <laughs> pre-show, just like it's just going. Yeah, all it is. Doing rails off the table. Off of Murray's back. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, weird. So, so yeah. So, you get a CD. You get all the musical performances. And between each musical performance, you get a little little, uh, pre-show banter. So, uh, that's that's the reward you'll get. And uh, and that's it. That's all I'm going to tell you. Uh, April's here. April, you're still on tour. Yes. Uh, When? Let me see. I'm going to find out when this show is going to drop. I love saying drop like I'm a cool kid. This is gonna this is gonna air right around the end of uh oh no, it's not gonna be that day. Probably first week in May. All right, I'm looking oh it is May first is my birthday, FYI. 
So after I turn 36, I'm looking up the tour dates. Did they have your name picked and were you late? I was one minute late. I was born one minute after midnight. So May 1st, I was due April 30th. And no, my mom was going to name me April, I think, like regardless, which I'm still bummed about. You don't like like the name? It's not a great name. Not a lot of people. Not a lot of people have it. Not yes, and that's like a blessing and a curse because weirdly, when I was growing up, I will say this: I was always annoyed because I could never find my name. You know the things that come yeah. with names on them. Never did they have April. Super annoyed by that. Mm-hmm. But now as but an adult, calendar, every calendar, every calendar was it. personalized. That's true. That's weirdly, true. Weirdly, as an adult, I can't get. It's, it turns out everyone who is named April is named April Richardson. There's so many April Richardsons. So tr- really? when I try to get usernames at things, mm-hmm. that's any combination of my two names. Done. I mean, yeah. that's why I'm AP on Twitter because like every variation of April Richardson was already taken. What's your middle name? Did Marie. Talk- also, every April in the universe is April Marie. Is April Marie whatever. Look, my wife's name's Pilar. She never had that license plate with her name on it right. on the back of her truck. She trike. feels my pain. Yeah, my daughter Rita. Rita's not one you can find either. You're joking. Not really. That's not a weird name. It's not a weird name, but it's not one, like, there's no Rita's at her school. She's the only Rita in the whole school, K through eight. What's her middle name? Uh, Dora, and that's after my grandmother. And what's your other daughter's middle name? Nobody's middle name's Marie? No, no, it's Sarah Ray, R-A-E. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Rita does not like Dora because of Dora the Explorer. Right. And that's a baby show. Yeah, but Rita Dora is like rat. Like the way that flows and the way those vowels are together. Like I like that a lot. No, I'll tell her that. It's cool. Seriously. Um, She'll she'll go, who's April? Exactly. She'll go, wait, is that April Marie Richardson or is that? Um, By the way, speaking of teenagers. Let me ask you something. So when this drops uh, the first week in May, where where are your next First week in May, I will be in Milwaukee, Mm -hmm. May 8th. Detroit, May 9th. And again, this is all with Chris Hardwick. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, DC, June 6th. Have you played any of those cities before when you're going out on a big tour like this? No. It's pretty great. It's super great. It's super great. And how much time are you doing up front? 30 minutes. 30? Yeah. It depends. If it's a two-show night, then like 20 to 25 just because they uh-huh. got to turn the room over. But on a one-show night, is 30. It tight, is it a tight 30? It's a tight 30. It's real tight. When people would say stuff oh like God. that. Yeah, it's keep, not actually. It's it a lot loose. of rambling. Keep it loose. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's the same time, sir. <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter how what I say. It's going to be 30 minutes. It's still 30 minutes. Uh, and the shows are all great. How much time does Chris Hardwick do? Or are the fans getting their money's worth? Yeah. He does like an hour and a half. That's that's a lot of time. Yeah, he does between an hour and an hour and a half. It depends on the show does and the he, crowd. Because uh, I know Hard and Firm, they do songs. Does he do any songs in his set? He, I shouldn't say. Oh. That might, he ha, he does sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. That's okay. a truthful answer. All right. But I feel like I shouldn't say more than that. He might get mad. All right. Because I know there's been a couple surprises at shows, song-wise. Okay. So. All right. Okay. Silence. <laughs> What if I just got fired? He hears well, well, this. You're oh, fired. Terrible. What were you going to do? Uh, you were going to say something about teenagers? Oh, yeah. Teenagers. Oh, well, you're joking about your daughter, but I, I posted a picture. This is how old I am now. Mm-hmm. I posted a picture to Instagram because I was wearing a cool outfit. And yeah. so I was like, look, I'm a cool outfit. Mm-hmm. And some teenage girl tagged her friend on it okay. and was like, this will be you when you're old. <laughs> Number one. Number two, the girl she tagged came back and commented and was like, fuck you. No, it won't. Like, I'm so gross. <laughs> For real, that happened on my Instagram. Two teenage girls fighting each other, comparing themselves to me is the biggest insult ever. What? So I'm old. Now, how old do you think those teenage girls are? Are they 14, 15? No, I looked at their things. It didn't say. I'm No, maybe like 16, 17 ish. So at what age? It's 17. So like 20 what age, years younger than me. I'm age, almost 36. So I mean, when I'm trying to think when I was 17, what 
I thought old was. What what age did I think? Oh, I definitely thought 30. When I was 17, anyone older than me was old. Yeah. 25 was old because it was right. older than me. So that's not what I'm faulting them yeah. for. What I'm faulting them for is using me as an insult. <laughs> Both of them. When you know you looked good. First, I looked damn good. I, well, I was like, I didn't even say anything. You know what's I wanted great to be is like, you, you're, you're, dressed to, you're dressed to the nines. You look great. And they Thank think that's, that's an insult. That's your worst. It's exactly. It's awful. So I did. I wanted to comment and be like, I can't wait to see pictures of you two bitches when you're 36. Did Let's you see that? them. You no, they're go kids. To, go down to their level. No. What you do is you so go in. Cyber bully the they're shit out children. of them. They're children. Yeah, you should cyber bully them. You're right, No, Kyle. I did not say anything. Kyle. I did a screen grab and sent it to my friend and was like, this is how old I am now that it's insulting to be compared to me. <laughs> like, it was so rough. Uh, how, did these, how did these girls look? I mean, they looked fine. They look like 16-year-olds. We'll see what they look like. I'm not going to call a 16-year-old. I mean, they just look like kids. We'll see what they look like in 20 years when they're old like you. Exactly. That's exactly my point. Yeah. When they're... Yeah, we'll compare their picture. Let's see how cool your clothes are when you're 36. That's right. Yeah. God, I hope we have flying cars when they're 36. I've been waiting for the flying cars. I've been waiting for flying cars since I was 16. We don't even have the hoverboards that they promised us in Back to the Future too. Science is lazy. The worst. The worst. Um... Kyle, you're 25. What is yeah. old to you? Because you play now. Kyle plays in. Uh, Kyle used to when he first moved here. He lived with uh, us for like a year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. And so I invited him to play poker with uh, with my buddy Siegel and sure. Pardo and and then he just he's become he plays all the time now. He plays. He's a staple. Um, so you play with you play poker with guys. We're we're twice your age. Yeah, we're basically all twice. You're 25 and we're yeah. 50 or getting close. Yeah, probably so, like the median. So now, what is old 45. to you then? Um, I don't know, because you guys, you guys don't see you. You're closer to my parents' age, obviously, right? But you seem way younger than them. Okay, well, I like that answer. Also, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah but do you? Well, basically, you, what he's saying is, you guys still act like children. No, no, no. It's it's um, it's weird because it's not like age. It's more like a like how you act. Uh huh. Like anyone. It's like you could okay. be, you know, like you could be 80 and like cripple or whatever, but like, like, uh, <laughs> and that seems old. But if you're like Mick Jagger, that doesn't seem like, he doesn't seem like he's old. Right. Also, my thing when it's I was weird. a kid, I only liked old, I always thought older people were cool. Yeah. I was yeah. never somebody, I wanted to be around older people and all right. the people I liked were older. Like I wasn't into things that were of my age. You, I was never a person that was like, well, you don't like only teenagers are cool. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm not really truly offended. I really thought it was funny. But it just was a, I never am conscious of my age mm-hmm. until something like that happens. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm 20 years older than these girls. Like, of course they think I'm old. It's so funny. Like, I, yeah, like when I saw, I saw you 2 for the first time when I was in college, I think like 1984, I saw them. And it didn't even dawn on me that they were like just a few years older than me. Right. You know, I just thought. Oh, they're on stage in the Pittsburgh Civic Arena. It's sold out. Right. I didn't know how old I thought they were. Yeah. That, I mean, I didn't think like those like guys timeless. are 50. Yeah. But I didn't think like, oh, we're in the same bracket of age. Right. It just didn't dawn on me. I feel that way too because you just, when you're in that position, when you, yeah, when you're watching somebody in a stadium, it's almost yeah. like they're ageless. Like I think when I saw Kiss, I think Paul Stanley and Gene Sim, when I saw Kiss for the first time, I think Paul and Gene were like 28 Right. And, you know, now they're in their 60s. It just doesn't seem I totally it's weird. It's you. totally I'll go weird. back and watch old things. And, like, now I was watching this Morrissey video and thinking about, like, oh, he's my 
in this video, he's the age I am now. Yeah, like that kind of stuff trips me out. That's just weird. Especially when you go, oh, I'm older than he is now. Yeah. Than he was in this yeah. video. Yeah. Like that's when I trip out, but not for anything in like real life. Yeah. <laughs> in real life, I don't care how old I am. Uh, what else did I want to ask you about? Um, if I bring this up, it'll go do forever, it. but going clear. Okay. Yeah. No kidding. We did could you do watch like it, Kyle? Did own... you watch the? Yeah, I watched it. I saw it at the ArcLight for, I've seen it twice. Oh, and the you, first time at the ArcLight. I saw it twice too. I'm I watched it twice it. on HBO. Well, did you read the book? I didn't read the book. Cause I read the book like oh, you a mean year Dianetics? ago. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> when I first of course, moved here. The book, capital T, capital B. <laughs> um, I read going clear like a year ago. And it's amazing. I mean, don't get me wrong. The documentary is so great. Yeah. But like the book goes even more in depth. Oh, and yeah. especially when it comes to stuff like John Travolta and stuff. I heard they like couldn't say too much in the documentary because it was like speculative and they were worried about things. Yeah. They're like, or, there's not well, like... Well, is it? Because a lot of it's minute. based on the book. Yeah, the, but like, I guess there's like not... It's like there's not hard enough evidence well, is what I, I mean, read. But I was a little right. like disappointed. The Church of Scientology is in no way litigious. I know, right? <laughs> Wait, you were disappointed in the documentary? Yeah, I thought it was like, fantastic. A lot of the stuff, I did too. A lot of the stuff I just like had known already, so I was right. like kind of like waiting See, for something here's, new. Here's yeah, my, but with, for me, whenever anyone would say oh, that Tom Cruise, he's a Scientologist, and I would say, look, I don't know anything about Scientology, and if it works for him, that's great. Right. And then after I saw that documentary, I'm like, oh, now I know about Scientology. Right. And I'm like, whoa. Well, I kind of still think though. I think it's willful ignorance, but mm. I truly think Tom Cruise doesn't know that guy's like beating people up. Uh, I think, and again, well, it's he, willful he, ignorance. He could find that. Yeah, he exactly. could find that out I think with a little digging, he can find out. Yeah, Leah Remini found out. Exactly. So I'm not giving him a free pass in the way that like 100%, yeah. but I do think he genuinely, in his mind, that has been... Yeah utilized by these people thinks it's a good thing. Yeah. I think he doesn't realize bad shit's going I on. I will be, I will be curious to see. I mean, this mission impossible five comes out in July. I right. mean, that's a gigantic summer movie and whether or not it'll affect it. Well, I'm curious to see what kind of press he does for that. Right. Because I mean, it's kind of, t- I, I mean, I know you go on, you know, you go on Jimmy Kimmel or wherever you go yeah. and do you think anybody asked him about it? Right now, I, don't I guarantee know. right I don't, now, he lives in such a bubble. I bet he doesn't even know this exists. I'm <laughs> maybe, not even being funny. Like, maybe. I think he's so surrounded by that, by Miss Cavage, by those people so that, high dude. up that like, he probably, if somebody was like, did you see Going Clear? He's probably like, I don't know what Going Clear is. Like, he, he probably doesn't even know the documentary exists. Right. So I don't even know. Do you think somebody like a Jimmy Kimmel would ask him about it? I don't think any, I don't think any of those late night, I think the only late night entertainment guy that might ask him would be Letterman and Letterman would be off the air before. Right. I think Letterman might ask him. I don't think anyone else. Right. You know, Jimmy Fallon just wants to have a custard pie battle. Sure. With him. Or a lip sync off. I really, the best thing that, the best thing that Tom Cruise could do if he does see this documentary is to. Uh, disavow himself. Of course. And, and again, what is, what? Do they have in these journals? What could they have done so? Well, for Travolta, it's fully the gay thing, oh, and and, and they go way more into it in 2015. That's my thing. My Who thing cares? is like exactly like why it's 2015. It's point, not 1955. No, Just be like I'm gay. I'm gay. Everyone like the, no one unless would care. he unless he drowns a puppy every day. Right. <laughs> right. I don't see and I what. Get, I don't either because he's not even. It's not even a case of the old school of like, oh, well, people won't be able to think of me as a leading man if I say I'm gay. It's like, you're not even a leading man, man no, guy anymore. No, so it's like, not. just be gay. Yeah, just, I don't get it just at all. Live, live truth. Yeah. Live your truth. Yeah. And I just felt so bad for Tom Cruise. Like when, I, I felt bad for him because I felt my take on it was like, 
I think that he's someone who doesn't really have any friends. Right. For as successful. No, and rich. I agree. And I just think he thinks these people are his friends. Miscavige mm-hmm. is his friend. I agree. And when they give him that award, April, I could put a, I could put that water bottle on a chain and hand it to you. And, it is and the, say, is it not this the is, fakest. This is, it's the, it's the most ridiculous thing I swear, I've ever seen. I was laughing and he so takes hard. It like it's, Oh like my it's God. like so it's a purple intense. heart. I swear to God. I was like, oh my God. Because I was just... watching it with Millie and David and we were laughing so hard because I was like, this fake, this carry, this is the same and amount of heft. Who did you watch it with? Who are these people? Millie, my best friend from Atlanta was visiting okay. and David, my ex-husband. Okay. They all came over watching it and like, yeah, because I'm like, this award has the same amount of heft as like handing him a world's greatest grandpa mug. Also, that is exactly how as important I'm, as it is. I'm going to need you to disconnect from Millie because she, ah! she is, uh, she's an SP. She's an SP. Yeah. yeah. That okay, we laughed. The three of us were like laughing the whole time. Yes, it's weird because you should like so much of it is so terrible right. and horrible. Yeah, but I can't. They're, they're like insane award shows are the funniest and, things yes. in the and world that to music me. Video, dude, the music video. Not even the music video though. That one, the the award, the ceremony for when he announced that yeah. like we won in the IRS battle and they do the graphic of the war is over oh, like 20 times. They, I was like, are they just testing out all the fonts yes! on, uh, on uh, Final Cut? And Billy was like, oh, this totally looks like it's from Arsenio Hall in like 1990. And, but like I taped it and put it on Instagram because I was like, yeah. we laughed so hard at that. People, I just want to say that we did, we have played music. It's a music podcast. We have played yes. a couple oh, tracks sorry. by, okay. by, no, no, by Anthony Rogers. No, I brought this up. Okay. I want to say like, uh, who also has weird fonts on his thing. Yeah, yeah. he might be an SP. The war, the war is over. Or he might be uh, OT8 or whatever. I don't know. Uh, I, I want to say one more thing. Right at the beginning of the of, of the movie, uh, Tom Cruise and Miscavige, they salute a picture of L. Ron Hubbard. Yes. Now, I immediately pause it, and my wife's like, because I pause the TV a lot when we watch stuff, and she's like, oh, my God, you've got to let us watch it. <laughs> and so I pause it, and I go, look, I'm not going to pause it anymore tonight, but I do want to say something. Now, this is right at the beginning of the thing. The things right. just started. Right. I go, I was raised Catholic. As soon as we walk into the Catholic Church, I go, we have to genuflect to the image of Jesus right. on the cross. I go, so them saluting this guy's picture does not seem like a crazy thing. That's to me. not that weird. Wait, that genu- what do you have to do to the picture of uh, Jesus? You, you, you like kneel with you one kneel knee. Kneel with one knee. Like oh. This. Well, first you do I'm not Catholic, cross, so okay. And then you and then you go like this. Oh, because I grow up Christian. I'm down. Like you don't have to do that at Christian churches. No, but we no. do. That's we did that. In, so okay. when they that's saluted, so when you come in, they know who's not Catholic. Oh, so, see, I would have yeah. failed that test every time. <laughs> so when they were saluting that, I'm like, that's not that weird to me. I sure. go and, and again, and this is before. You, you hear anything about it. So I'm still like, hey, you know, every religion was 50 years old at one time. So exactly. let's, hey, let's cut it some slack, you know, 20 minutes later. Oh, my God. Well, then, oh, did you not get to the part where they show him talking and you're like, they salute to do with that gross of a mouth? Oh, yeah. His mouth is like the shit nightmares oh, are made of. It's terrible. Also, it's like, hey, how is that guy your, like, your God, my God has gingivitis. Like, what is the grossest mouth of all time? How can he be like this all powerful? It'd, like it'd be like worshiping Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And it then was the, the grossest. And what, where do they get these naval uniforms that they wear? Oh, what it's are, a, my what, favorite. What thing. are their, what the things, are they called epaulets? But isn't they, that a thing? What, yeah. Couldn't like the U.S. Navy sue them or something? Can't you not make up a fake Navy? That has to be like an illegal know. thing. I don't know. They're There's, religion. They or can do whatever they want. Or make up a fake like award, like, uh, whatever your version, like you said, like, can I just make up a purple heart right now and give it to myself? And, and that'd, be, that'd be like if the Kiss Army had uniforms. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, Why don't they? Sergeant Pepper had them. I feel like if you're, 
in their context, if they are considered now a church and tax exempt and like all these things that can, that required governmental interference, you think they would go, okay, but you can't have like a fake Navy. Like you can't like that. You're not a sovereign nation. You can't give yourself a fake Navy with fake medals. That was C Corps, right? Uh, C org. C org. Yeah. See, you might know a little bit too much about it. Hey, we're going to get murdered after this. No, come on. Are they going to sue us or something? No, I don't care. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I, I was just surprised how many high up people had been there for so long. Mm, yeah. Like then left. Yeah. That's got to be the hard. That like was after my 25 thing. years, are you just kind of like, well, I'm in, you know what I well, mean? I feel like, like after that, you're like, I'd like to keep some of my money now. Yeah. But also the fact that you, those guys are brave as sh- their, their families don't talk to them anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, all those guys are like my ex-wife, my kids, like no one talks to me anymore. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a real bummer. That's the other thing too. I'm with you in that I'd get in arguments with people because they go, well, all religions have some bullshit about them. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, but if I decide tomorrow, like I'm not a Christian anymore, my family will still talk to, talk me, to me and right? like the pastor won't try to sue me. And you know what I mean? Like I can freely walk away anytime. You know what though? I am going to unfriend you right now oh. on Facebook. <laughs> Fair enough. Actually, I think they're going to change it to be disconnecting. Disconnecting. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, look, we have a topic. I know we've recorded for 45 minutes yes. to an hour. When we, all we played was Anthony Rogers. <laughs> um, the topic tonight is the rock and roll compass. These are going to be songs that have the word north, south, east, or west in the title. Also, I'll accept eastern, northern, or southern. Oh, I didn't know that at the time, I don't think. Uh-oh. You might have had more songs. I might have had more songs. This proved to be possibly the toughest category so far yeah. for April to get involved April in. April has less uh, songs than you do. Yeah, I know, I first know. time. I know. Don't worry, we'll play out with some Anthony Rogers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, I'll go first, just because. Of course. Just because then you like to play off of what I play. Or do you have a set order tonight? Since you have so few. No, not at all. All right. So this is the Rock and Roll Compass. I'm going to play a song from. Uh, I don't think I've ever played this band on the uh, on the podcast. This is from 1985. This is the Dream Academy. Oh, yeah, totally. With life in a North Urn town. The Salvation Army band played And the children drank lemonade And the morning lasted all day All day And through an open window like Sinatra in a younger day Pushing the town Do you like that song? Yeah, I hadn't listened to the Dream Academy in like a hundred years. I love like, there's three songs on that album that I love. I don't know if I've ever heard the entire album or not, or if I would like the entire album. They used to play them. I used to go to this club called The Vault mm-hmm. in Atlanta when I was underage. Because they would let, they had a goth night. Mm-hmm. And we could go dance there when we were like 18. Did it used to be a bank? It actually didn't, but it's funny that you say that because the Star Bar in Atlanta used to. And the, the actual vault part of the Star Bar is now a shrine to Elvis. Like you can go back and it is like the bank vault part and it's just wall to wall like Elvis stuff. Maybe they should close that up. Yeah. No, no, they should not. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, 
that that the Dream Academy that immediately makes me think of John Hughes movie. Yeah. Oh, completely. It's just like that sound is like just. Yeah, it's just synonymous yeah. with the crew. All right, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to bookend with my favorite band. Oh, you have two songs by. I have two REMs. So you have eleven songs and two, two of them. Two REM. That's fine. That's how it worked out. The first one, I guess, I'll go with is how the West was won and where it got us. You can just drop the needle anywhere in this. I think it has a long intro. What album? New Adventures in Hi-Fi. It's a good album. good <laughs> did you fall asleep no i was just rocking out uh ever since we did our rem episode every time i go into a used record store i just go to the r's and check it out yeah uh, i cannot believe the music you can buy right now for like 3.99 oh totally like you can buy like every elvis costello cd every rem cd u2 cds i mean yeah. and then when you hit an artist where you go I never see this band. I, I never see any UCDs by what I can't think of one often, but there's many times I go and look for someone and I never find them. Right. Who like popular, like modern, more modern people. Mm-hmm. I what do like, you mean modern? Well, I mean, I don't know, like Taylor Swift or something. Is that what you mean? Or you no, just mean, no, there's been like some, uh, older artists I've looked for and I'm like, wow, they don't have one. That's weird. Maybe they don't have uh, like remastered versions yet, so people aren't like trading theirs in. Oh, that makes sense. Right. The person's back catalog hasn't been remastered mm-hmm. yet, so, so they're, they're hanging still on hanging to the, on to them. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, we should start the world's largest REM monster collection. We should buy every single one. I already every, told you we could like pay of streets of entire cities with it. Every time we we could build one, the homeless houses it. with it. There's one CD place I go to. The guy has his CDs marked up way too high. Which one? It's a place, uh, what's it called? What's that place where I get the vinyl? Is it called the flip side? I think so, yeah. That guy's a cranky you gotta, bastard. You're giving that guy an anti shout out? Yeah. He's just weird. He's weird. He just, I don't know. But he always has stuff I want. So it's yeah, almost like he it. doesn't want to sell it to. Yeah. Like when you go well, up, it's he's like, like his own personal he's collection. Like, oh, you're like, Can't. yeah, this is a good one. And then, like, kind of like sets it down. Ah. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know if I want to part with it. Right, I have seven right. copies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my, my next song is from 1991. It's uh, it's Gin Blossoms. It's from their first EP, from the uh, from the EP Up and Crumbling. This is just south of nowhere.
by the way, I want to put this out. I'm tired of reading about uh, uh, people dying at the age of 65. Who's do, who I, did I just, that? I go to this, uh, I go to this uh, website every morning. Do you have any websites you go to like every day? You go to this website to check something out? Yes. And what would that be? Morrissey Solo. Okay, you go there every day. Every single day I okay, check Morrissey I News. It. Is there something new every day or is it just... There just... surprisingly is yeah. because it's so comprehensive. It'll be like, this one guy said Morrissey's name in an interview. Like it's oh any time he's ever in the press. I, uh, I go to a thing called Vintage Vinyl News and it has uh, like all you know stuff about bands I like. But, right. I, but like every day when I go there, it'll be like... And again, this 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 is just I'm just making this one up. But it's like uh, Bob Smith, original bass player from Procol Harum, dies at age 65, and it's like always 65. It's been really? so many, and I'm like, wait a minute, because <laughs> I'm like, you know, so my life is more than halfway over. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I'm 51, so I go, wait a minute, 14 more years. Oh, that's all it? you got? Huh? Is that it? Is that what I got? Yeah, but you so, didn't live a life of like rock and that's roll. That's what excess. I tell myself. So. That's what I tell myself, but it is, I mean, a lot of, I'm like, that's too, that is way too young. I want to hear someone like uh, 88, 80, 80 is the minimum. That's what I hope I get 80 is the minimum, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel good about it. My Nana is like 87. Yeah. She's got a sister that's 99 still alive. My parents are in their late seventies. They're still ticking. There's no, no health problems. Uh, they're nuts. We'll be okay. But there's no, <laughs> they're and my, uh, my grandmother, uh, my dad's mom lived to be 92. So. I think we'll be okay. I think we're okay. But that, when I, whenever I read them, I'm like, what the fuck? And neither man? one of us have ever been in a band. So no, we don't have that no, curse. No. The 65 curse. I thought it was the 20, what is it, 27? That, yeah, like, Janis Joplin. And, yeah, is it 27 or 28? Jimi Hendrix. 27. Jim Morrison. yeah. Kurt Cobain. Yeah. That's, we made it past that. That's true. We got that going you got us. You got a couple years. Kyle, yeah. man, you might have two years. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy them. Not even. Like, eat you'll more be, cookies. You'll be, yeah, you gotta stop eating those cookies. They're as big <laughs> as your face. Uh, okay, my next song. Is it me? No, I just nope, played one. Nope. That's what I like to do. I like to talk until you forget that it's your turn. Cool, that's fair. All right, you play Gin Blossoms. Yeah. I'm going to play The Charlatans. All this right. is a song called North Country Boy. Also, you can go 30 seconds or so in. I think it's got a long intro also. All right, now I'm going to call an audible because you played that, and I'm going to play a song by Pete Townsend, which is called North Country Girl. Hey, look at that. When you travel to the green hills of air, where the sea breaks windows on the borderline, remember me to a girl who lives there, for she once was a true love of mine.
That's from an album called All the Best Cowboys Have Chinese Eyes. That's it's amazing. My, my favorite Pete Townsend album. And I'm going to see your North Country girl and raise you a West End girls what? by the Pet Shop Boys, which was the very first song I thought of when you suggested this topic. This also has a long intro. So and you know what? I have this on my list, too. Sometimes you're better off dead There's a gun in your hand that's pointing at your head You think you're mad, too unstable Kicking in chairs and knocking down tables In a restaurant in a West End town Call the police, there's a madman around Running down underground To a dive bar in a West End town In a West End town, a dead end world The East End boys and West End girls In a West End town, a dead end Yep, that was on my list too. I love the Pet Shop Boys. I'm assuming so much. I'm assuming P.F. Wilson is uh, is is pleased with that choice. I think uh, that's he's the dude who loves ABC, right? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, He he tweeted and said Lexicon loves. Yes, yes, yes. That's P.F. Wilson. Yeah, Yeah. he's a big fan of initials. Yeah, (laughs) anything with initials, you're like. I love the Pet Shop Boys so much. Have you seen them in concert? I actually haven't because they played... Bucket list. It is. It is. They played... I was out of town. They played here on like the Greek or something, but it was a time I was out of town because I remember seeing a big billboard Mm -hmm. on our street and I like immediately called Chip and was like, we're going to the Pet Shop Boys. But then I ended up having to go out of town for something. So no, I've never seen them. I've never seen them. They're on my fuck it list. Hey! Well, you could get it. (laughs) Are those guys homosexuals? Can you believe it? I don't know. I don't judge a book joking? by its, I don't judge a book by its cover. Neil Tennant. You don't know Neil Tennant's like the gayest dude in history. I don't know. <laughs> I know he gives a good back rub. <laughs> but I just thought he was being helpful. Ah, no, yeah. I didn't I didn't know if they were I don't know. I mean that'd be like saying that the guys from uh from Tears for Fears are gay. Or the guys from Wham are gay. Right. How crazy would that be? Is Andrew Ridgely gay? That is a good question, actually. I don't know. I feel like he isn't. Right? I feel like if he was, you would, we would know that he was. I feel like he's not. Uh, I don't know. Are you looking that up? I feel like he's like married. I'm going to go. Kids. I'm going to go Seinfeld. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Sure, <laughs> of course. Are um, you looking it up? Yeah, I am. I kind of think he isn't. I like how you say that. I kind of think he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> he he, he lives on a restored 15th century farm property with his partner, Kieran Woodward. From Bananarama. So a lady, right? A oh, there's lady. only ladies was, in Bananarama. Why do I say part, partner always, always... English. That's a very English thing. To me, partner, though, sounds... Sounds gay. It does. But in England, I think they just say partner in yeah. general more than we do. This is my partner. Right. That was a terrible English accent. I like it. I like partner in a way because it sounds almost more... It does sound mm-hmm. more equal to me. One time I told my wife that we were a good team and she did not care for that. I like that. I like anything that See, sounds you know, equal. We're a good team. And she's like, that's not romantic. Ooh, really? I don't care for that. I guess it's not really romantic, but I think it is. We're in the middle of doing it. And I said, you know what? We're, we're, we're a good team. And then you high fived her. Okay. In that case, I am on her side. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, did you watch Togetherness? Did you watch that show? No. Togetherness, who's in that? It's, uh, it's the Duplass No, brothers. because I don't have cable. Um, but I can watch it on HBO Go. Yeah. But no, I didn't check, watch it. I heard it's rad, out. though. It's pretty cool. I All liked right. it a lot. Did you watch it? Nope. You're too young. You're uh, too young. I, I downloaded means. the first episode, but I just didn't watch it. It's pretty. I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. Uh, Amanda Peet, who I think is just... 
you know, normally I'm just like, oh, she's pretty. And, and she doesn't have to do too much. In this, she's really good. Like, she's okay. like, I'm like, oh, she's always been able to act. And she's just been cast as pretty. Right. And you're going to take that part because it's going to pay you a lot of money. Right. But this one is actually a good part for her. Yeah. Yeah. I've only heard good things about it. So I'll, t- I'll watch it. That's like when Matthew McConaughey would do all those um, terrible rom-coms. You know, he's a ghost and there's a girl and all right. this stuff. And I'm just like, well, if that's what he's offered and they're willing to pay him $7 million to do that. Yeah. And that guy just wants to live on the beach and run and every smoke day. Weed and smoke shirt weed. On. Then why wouldn't he? I yeah. mean, it's, you know doesn't mean he's not a good actor. It just meant that's what was coming up at the time. He's just waiting on the foghorn leghorn story for him <laughs> to star in. I say, I say, I say. Uh, uh, she played that one, even though it was also on my list. Yeah, so it's All your right. turn now. Okay, I'm going to play. Now, Joe Perry is the guitarist from Aerosmith. And in the 80s, he left for a couple of years, and he formed the Joe Perry Project. I'm already dreading this song you won't from like this, this ramp-up. Uh, How about this cover? That's uh, from I've Damn. got. That's from I've got the rock and rolls again. Okay, okay. What song? <laughs> this song is called East Coast West Coast. Take it from the top. Surreal, turn it down, Dad. Yeah, song. Yep, that is. Come it. on, Dad. I love it. Uh, I have all the Joe Perry Project albums. That's the only song you need. Um. That is amazing. <laughs> but the title of that leads me directly into my next song, which is just called East West, but couldn't be more different. This is East West by Herman's Hermits. Oh. Peter Noon and Company. Now, is that something that you listen to on a regular basis? I like Herman's Hermans, sure, yeah. I'm not. Um, I love when someone sings in their in their native tongue in their accent. I love an, I love when they sing in their accent. Right. Some British people they sing and then they don't sound. And they don't British. have an accent. Yeah, it is weird how that happens sometimes. It must be intentional, right? I don't know. You think, but I don't really know. I think it depends on like maybe the speed of the song, mm-hmm. if it's slow or fast, or the words themselves. I don't know. I don't dislike that. I don't know why I never got it. It feels like Hermits Hermits is like the British monkeys to me. Yeah, they. I think a lot of people think they're gimmicky because it's like you know you think of. I can't help but think of the Naked Gun when I hear I'm into something good. Yes, like the montage of, from the Naked song. Gun. Yeah. It's a great song, but you just think of that now. So I, I think know. a lot of people think they're gimmicky. Yeah, but yeah. Oh well, I liked it. They're no Joe Perry. East Coast, West Coast, baby. All over all over this land. They're going to be rocking for you. Turn it down, Dad. 
Um, ah, I love it. Okay, this now look. Let's talk about this dude named Moby. Sure. And he hooked up with this lady named uh, Gwen Stefani, mm-hmm. and they have a song called Southside. You know, I know Moby, right? No, no. We not talked about this. How I met Moby on an online dating site. Did you go out? No. What? No. This is a long story that I don't even necessarily want to put on record because he's lovely. We let's, never dated, though. Let's play this song, and then was it on you, you can figure out what you want to call I don't want to say the site. <laughs> you I don't want to give out, too much away. Tell you what. Well, let's play this song. You figure out the parts you want to edit out of your story, okay. and then we'll pick it up from there. All right. See myself in the falling home. See the light come over now. I see myself in the falling rain. Watch hope come over me. Now before you before you get into your Moby story real quick, I, I'm gonna I, I want to say this. Now when you played Herman Her, Herman's Hermans, mm-hmm. in my head I know that that's an old song. Right. The song I just played is 16 years old. I know, isn't that crazy? That doesn't sound. That sounds like that was four years ago. That right. song was on the radio. 1999 yeah, for that. Because I remember I seeing the video that song on the, the radio yesterday. Yeah. So maybe. See. Maybe maybe you're listening to old radio station. Yeah, like it's weird to think that that would be considered oldies. That's 16 years old, though. Stuff like Nirvana is played on, that like, the oldies station now. Like, that blows yeah, my mind. That's cra- you were nine when that song came out, Kyle. That's crazy. I guess I was. It's crazy. Okay, so tell me your banging Moby story. Okay! That <laughs> did not happen at all. Now, are you sure it was Moby? 100% certain. So it just said Moby? You go no, into no, no, Farmer's no, no, no. It wasn't my friend Russ McGarry who looks exactly Look, like Moby. Here's the thing. I don't want to tell that much, not only because, like, he's a lovely dude. Okay, Nothing out of the ordinary. Let's tell you what. Right. Let's refer to him from now on as Grady. <laughs> I won't edit out any of the other stuff. All I'm saying is I met him in a totally normal way that okay. I've met several dudes on online dating okay. sites. Like we started talking, sending emails within the site, whatever. He's super cool. We have, no, is he calling himself? Mo- no, I had no idea it was Moby. Like I'm just talking to a dude. Is Moby, is, is that a nickname? Is that his last name? No, it's a nickname because he's named after the guy who wrote Moby Dick. He's oh, like okay. related His to Herman Melville. Herman Melville. Yeah, he's related to okay. him somehow. Okay, I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. No, there's no, I don't, the, here's the, the funny thing is, is the reason I am hesitant to tell it is because uh, a girl in another podcast, I don't know who this comic was, I okay. don't know who the girl was, but on Kevin Allison's Risk podcast, okay. told the story, because she also met him online dating, mm-hmm. and like really was mean about it, and I'm like, well, there's nothing mean, he's a normal person looking for a girlfriend, like, yeah. why is that any different than meeting anyone else? Yeah, it might be harder for him to meet. It is, and that's why when he's Moby. on the thing, he's not as Moby, he's not like, hi, I'm Moby, like, he right. just is like, hey, I'm weird. a dude. That would be weird. Yeah. So on I'm it, the actor who plays Thor. Oh, that's even weirder. Yeah, th- his profile was not. It was just a normal dude profile, and it it just said, you know, once we get to know each other, I'll tell you who I am, sort of thing. And so we talked for a while, and then yeah, he was like, I, I hope this isn't weird, but I'm Moby. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's cool. And we'd already talked for like a long time. Disconnect. No, we talked for a while. It just didn't work out yeah. in that way. But like he and he's friends with Chris. He's good friends with Chris. So I saw him at Chris's birthday party and was just like, hey, dude, how's it going? Remember me? Her? And like we talked for a long time. He's rad. I mean, I yeah. have no bad thing. Did to he say have a girlfriend him. then or still looking? I don't know, actually. He 
I, he was there with a girl. Whether or not that was his girlfriend, I right. don't know. But he was super awesome. We traded tons of awesome emails. He, we have everything in common. I mean, he was like showing me all these frame factory records posters in his house and how we saw New Order the, for the first time, you know, after Ian mm-hmm. Curtis died. Like all these crazy stories where we're like, you're the coolest dude in the world, but I couldn't date him right now or yeah. whatever. This was a few years ago, but. Could you date him now? I had no comment. I know. <laughs> there was a weird. No. I think you could. No, I think you could do him. no, but yeah. he's great. And so it was just a weird thing that I just met him as I've met many normal people online. What you, this is a picture of Russ McGarry. Yeah. That my friend Russ looks exactly like this, like Moby. Oh, um, I don't know. Who, I've never met your friend. I always like when, when we're just talking and, uh, you know, and I'll say, you know, you know, let's say I'm talking about Paul McCartney and you'll go, did you know I pumped gas for Paul McCartney? I'm like, <laughs> what the you, what? Yeah, this happened you've, a few you've years quite ago. A, you have so many stories. Do you ever think about writing these stories down? I Yes, but there are some... For me, it's a fine line because... You don't want to give up the personal stuff. Yeah, but not even for me. Like I said, a bunch of people texted me when that other podcast came out because they thought it was me. Uh-huh. I say a bunch of people. I only told like three friends about the yeah. movie thing. And all three of those friends were like, are you on a podcast talking about it? I'm like, no. And then... I hope it's okay that now three more people <laughs> know it. Well, I'm just in the way that like... I would never want anyone to think I'm making fun it's of him. It's not a bad story. You didn't make fun of him. And that girl kind of was like, what a dork. Can you believe Mo- Moby's on an online dating? I'm like, yeah, I can. He's a human being. Also, like, that girl's on an online dating. Well, right, yes, yeah. Know, yeah. But I think she was saying like, isn't he so famous that he doesn't need to do this? And it's like, I don't even think it's a matter of need. It's like, if he wants to find a girlfriend, that's how yeah. a lot of people do it. It sounds like he's not being a douche, like calling up his, uh, his assistant and saying, Go meet me some chicks and bring them yeah, back here. Exactly. Like his profile was 100% genuine. It yeah. was super, like, you know. They, I, they didn't, they did get an actress to be his. They it's made an her audition up. for, yeah, it's <laughs> audition <laughs> to be his girlfriend. But yeah, so I would, I, that's the only thing is I would just never want anybody to think I was like making fun of him or, or. Doesn't come across like that. But yeah, it is, I mean, yeah, it's a funny story, of course, because it's like, it's very rare. I mean, I'm not on online dating anymore right now just because I kind of got exhausted. There's no judgment. Mm-hmm. I was on it for a while. Now I got exhausted because you get, for every one cool message you get, you get a thousand pervs going, oh, I want to fucking tongue your beehole. And I'm like, I don't know who you are. A couple of friends of mine on Facebook that are on online dating, they will post like, oh, here's what I, here's what I was sent today by someone. And it just, well, because, they're always like, I'm like, oh my God, that's... It's depressing. It's weird. Because it's not even a matter of like, oh, I'm not finding anybody. It's like, guys still think negging is cool. So guys would send me genuinely mean things. That's how I got you to do this podcast. Right? <laughs> By negging me and <laughs> ruining myself. So it's like, that doesn't work e- ever, ever anywhere. Ever. And that's why you don't have a girlfriend. Right. But I think these guys like just read the game. They're like, I'll get her attention the by negging game. her. They read the game. <laughs> For real. Because dudes would send me things like, yeah, your picture's okay, but it would be better if you did. Like just calling me ugly. All where I'm like, Do I don't want to read this anymore. Girls were doing, <laughs> yeah, totally. They're nagging you. I got to be honest. So I just got now, A lot of people have complained about that picture. So maybe it's time. To <laughs> maybe I should take it down. <laughs> it is a picture of Moby. In it fairness, was, yeah. But it's um. So it just got really exhausting. So that's why I took Any it down. Successful so. uh, dates. Well, yeah, that, I met the online? army guy online. Oh, okay, dating. okay. I met that army guy. I dated for a few months. He yeah. was awesome. I've met a couple of awesome dudes. Mm. But the ratio of awesome dudes to dudes who say mean things is yeah. is crazy. So that's why I'm not on anymore. But yeah, Moby's message was super nice, super respectful, super how you doing? I'd like to get to know you and not just immediately mean or aggressive. 
fellas, you have to step up your game if you want to just meet nice, nice ladies. Just be a normal guy. Be nice. It's like that's the that's the bare men's. Like be nice. It's like the easiest thing to do. It's too, so right? easy. easy. But I think the mentality. The last few ones I got before I just had to quit. I am sure it's like. I'll get her. Att- I know it's like I'll get her attention. I bet dudes are nice, so I'm gonna be like the aggro dude. And it's like, no, that doesn't work. It doesn't work. I don't. That's not gonna get my attention, other than to delete your shit. I, do you and think never they, you think they typed in like, "Hey, how's it going?" And they're like, "No." Right. I guarantee. I fuck you. off. And then, I feel so. I really I, think that. I think they're like, "Oh, that'll get lost in the mix." Like, I'll be. I'll stand out by being like the badass I, or whatever. I feel. No. Ba- I feel bad for what women have to go through whenever I'm reading. A Jen Kirkman rant on Twitter. I get so it's a bar, angry man. and upset for her. What? Uh, let me let me jump. What what kind of watch are you wearing? I'm just I noticed your watch. Oh, Paul Frank. It's um the uh, Julius is his monkey character. So it's Julius and his friends in space. <laughs> oh, I see that. It's yeah. cool, right? Look, because look, the seconds are being kept uh, by planets. Oh, uh, that's cool. Planets ticking by. Yeah, from here, like it could have been the Three Stooges. I have no, no idea what it is. But. I collect watches. This okay. is like the only jewelry I wear. I have like 50 watches. You have 50 watches. I might have more than 50, to be honest you with you. You should wear them all on all each up arm. and down. I you just like to, watches a lot. That's another to, thing that dudes need to do. They need to keep wearing watches. That's hot. If I see a dude wearing a watch, I'm like, I'm into it. I got a fuel band. It's got a clock not on it. Not the same. It's not a watch. Not the same. No. I never wore a watch I have, either. I have two weirdly shaped wrists. No, you Femin- don't. You have feminine you wrists. I love watch. If you look at any cool James Bond, always wearing a watch. Any He's cool dude wears a laser. Watch. You give me that. Yeah, you give me the watch he wears. I'll wear that. I'm well. He's a five thousand dollar watch. Well, it doesn't have to be a Rolex. Most of my watches are Swatch watches. It's just Swatches. a cool looking thing. All right. You got your attention. I have a fuel band. It's got a digital <laughs> counter on it that says some type of what tells me I'm up steps. Some steps in. What about what about this Apple Watch? Happy or yay or nay? Oh, isn't that that the one that's like ten grand or something? It's ridiculous. How much is it really? I don't know. I'm not gonna. You don't need to wear. You already got a hot lady locked down. You don't have to do anything. Hot lady locked down, and she does not care uh, if I wear a watch. Yeah. So you're you got it made. Like she says, what time is it? I got time to time for some loving. Yeah, That's, what a line! Yeah, right. What if I had a watch tattooed on my wrist? And it, and it, the the watch, it, the hands were on hearts. It's time a, for loving. It's love time. Yeah. Uh, so much talk and so little music. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Kidding. Uh, it's not your fault. I'm. We're talking. It's fun, guys. Is this fun? If it's, it's not, so fun. if this isn't fun, if this isn't a fun listen, how did this start? Oh, because you played well, Moby. One, I played Moby. One so star. They talked about Moby. Okay. <laughs> if, I Moby if I want to hear about watches, blah blah blah. Scientology and Moby. Moby's a musician. I don't want to hear negative. If this gets back to you, talk. Moby, I think you're great. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I played Moby, and you're gonna play. I'm going to play North Sea Bubble by Billy Bragg, a dude I know very well. Here we go. Pumped his gas. Terrible. That is a, okay. <laughs> like, that's not what it sounds like. Start it for me. You want to start it no, all over? Okay. Fine,
You can fade out whenever you like. Yeah, that's. I'm only looking this up to double check, but I'm pretty sure that's Johnny Marr playing on that. How are you looking that up? Do you have some type of a mini computer in your hand? Isn't it weird? It's her watch. Wow, that's a really cool watch. Which monkey is looking this up for you? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yes, that was Billy Bragg. With, you guys can keep talking. All right, well. I know because I just know that sexuality and stuff's on there and, and Johnny Marr plays on a bunch of the songs in there, but I was just double checking it's on this. You can always throw that question to Kyle. He's doing nothing. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play Ramones. This is all nice. quiet on the Eastern Front. That is from my favorite Ramones album from 1981 called Pleasant Dreams. I I have that signed by Dee Dee and by oh, Marky. Nice. Only by Dee Dee and Marky. Cannot get those other guys' signatures. I cannot find how to get their Have you tried sign. a seance? <laughs> is that the way I would do it? A Ouija board? <laughs> cannot believe I never saw the Ramones. Did you ever see the Ramones live? No. Mm-mm. No, no hope. No chance. No. I'm trying. I've never even come close. I mean... That whole original band is... I, I can't think of it. I said this before on the show. I can't think of any other band where the whole band is dead. Yeah. You know? That's true, because we still have we two still Beatles have two left. Beatles. We still have a bunch of Stones. Bunch of who? Bunch of Kinks. Yeah, it's weird. That is weird. Got all Led Zeppelin. Well, yeah. no, no, three-fourths. Sorry, three-fourths. Right. But it's strange. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to play up. something weird. Did then. you find out about the Johnny Marr? Is he on the... He played... I don't... It doesn't say specifically on that song. All right. But he played on a few songs on that record, but it sounds like he's playing on that. Um, How many more songs are we going to play in general? I don't know. We'll play all the ones you have. Okay. Then I'll just play this weird 9353 song. This is called East of Sudan. You're going to hate it. The band's 9353? 9353. It's like DC punk from the... I want to say the late 80s. Could be wrong on that. Could be early 80s. these dudes it's early 80s from washington dc you know who introduced wow. me to those guys dave, dave Grohl. Grohl. it's the singer was like his best friend's brother or something growing up well now you throw down the, the Grohl bomb i gotta go oh well, that's kind of cool no you don't no i don't they're super weird but there are a couple of songs. Kind of there's strange. a couple of songs on the album you might like but well, yeah they're super weird let me play one that i don't think you'll like okay this is a guy named joe perry uh, it's jesse mallon okay <laughs> you love joe perry so you groove him <laughs> You're playing air bass. Uh, this is Jesse Mallon. He's from New York City. This is from his album called The Heat, 2004. This is called Going Out West. Well, they taught another building down 
Yeah, a little bit. He's like a little, kind of a I little. You said Steve Urkel. <laughs> Steve Urkel. <laughs> Urkel's you know, the best. Remember his man. album? He is so great. Did Urkel have an album? It seems like like that oh, might be I someone that throw a bone to. You were looking it up. It well, seems like it, right? Like an R and B album? No, just like a goofy comedy album. I'm Urkel. Like I'm doing right. the Urkel. Right. Like that's his dance that he does. Do the Urkel. I don't even know how he talks. I don't know anything uh, about it. I don't think he did. It doesn't. Look yeah, like no single. No single. Doesn't it a single do the like Urkel? do the Bartman? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the Urkel? I love that. That do the Bartman song. I yeah, really guess like that. who wrote it? Michael Jackson wrote "Do the Bartman." Come on, I promise. And the my, the day I found that out, I found that out the day he died because I was working at MTV. I was Look working at MTV. I promise it blew. Did he write it under a pseudonym? He wrote it himself. Look it up. Look it up. I promise you, because stop, I I had to get up promising. and like walk it off. You guys can, uh, can talk while I'm doing this. Okay. Oh, I worked at MTV News, and the day he died, I was there editing all day and all night. Like, we didn't leave work that whole week. Bart Simpson? The day he oh. died? <laughs> Don't joke with me. Is he dead? Um, so he doesn't Katie, look good. He might have hepatitis C. He's <laughs> a little yellow. Yep, and, Michael Jackson thank and you. Brian Loren. Thank you. It's crazy. Yes. What was, the other, what was the other song in that first Simpsons album? There was Do the Bart Man. There was another... On the Simpsons sing the blues? Yes. What was the other single other than Do the Bartman? I think there was another song they released. Really? I think. Deep, Deep Trouble. Deep, Deep Trouble. Yeah, with DJ Jazzy Jeff. Was there another one? I think DJ Jazzy Jeff wrote that. School Rings, or School Days, sorry. Uh, deep, Deep Trouble. Under a Bad a song, or Sign. I can't remember. I like Deep, deep I like God Bless the Child. Deep, Deep Trouble, I liked. That's a jam. What's the Well, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. That's like the sample. There seems to be a, a do the Urkel dance. Oh, what have you done? What have you started? <laughs> I've given Urkel a second career. What are you doing? Uh, hold on, there's an ad. There's an ad for do the Urkel Somebody's dance? Somebody's making money off of do oh, the Is this Urkel? on YouTube? Yeah. It's got to be terrible, right? Wow. Uh, ter- by terrible, you mean amazing. Shocking. Things you learn on Rock Solid. Who made this song? Like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis? Now point your fingers up to the sky and talk through your nose way up high. Spin and dip and jump and report and finish it off with a laugh and snort. <laughs> to the bar band is, is like... Bohemian Rhapsody compared to Finish this. it off with a laugh and snort. That's, <laughs> That's the crazy. worst. That's pretty terrible. Well, congratulations. <laughs> you found the Urkel dance. Exclusive. Wow. That's an ex- rock solid exclusive. <laughs> Do the Urkel. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. In case anyone's wondering, it was from the Family Matters episode, Life at the Party. Okay. From 1991. If you would have asked me what 
show Steve Urkel was on. I don't know. Oh, I knew. Fa- I watched the shit out of Family Matters. I don't know if I would have been able. To I don't remember that, that new, episode. Is that your new podcast where you just watch? Just watching show? Family Matters. You got, oh my you start god. With, uh, we start with that episode and end with that episode. <laughs> wow. I was gonna say you start with Perfect Strangers. I did watch that too. I was a big TGIF fan. Uh, did you watch? Uh, oh, could you could you give me some give me some wire? I don't know where. They're... What's it coming from? I got it. I got it. We're good. Um, yeah, I watched. So Full House is coming back on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. So no, no, it, they're doing. They're, they're supposed do, to be. They're doing oh, thirteen. New one. They're doing thirteen new episodes. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Stamos and uh. That's crazy. Saget and that Saget. That guy's dirty. Wait a minute. Even the twins that have like a, a fashion what, what, empire are going to do, do, do that? Do you think one of them Maybe. will be texting and then they'll just cut and it'll just be the other and one? the other one te- Yeah. It's like, why would they agree? They're billionaires. Why they only would they need one of them. They both weren't on. They only That's need right, one of them. That's right. They only need one. And they're old enough now to work solo. Right. They don't, they don't, there's no child labor laws that no. are going to be. Nope. Yeah. Do you think they go and get the more successful sister now? I don't know. Is there one? Is there one that's more successful? Yeah. She's, she's a be better actor. Scarlet Witch. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Oh, that's the younger sister. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Uh, nerd talk. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> Brought up the Avengers. Uh, she was also in Godzilla. I just played my Jesse Madeline, so now it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to play Long Way South All right. by a band called JJ72. JJ72? I've never said it out loud. It sounds like a Star Wars character. They were like this band that the enemy said were cool years ago. And I'm like, okay. And I got their album and it's, it's good. And then they like disappeared. C-3PO, JJ7 tune. Get over here. Beep, blop, bloop. I like the drumming. How you know I like drums? That's those dudes. I am wrong. They have two albums. I only got the first one, though. You got some catching up to do. Yep. <laughs> that first one's good. I really did see them on the cover of like Enemy, and they were like, these are the new cool band. And I'm like, cool. And then I bought it, and it's great. I'm like, this is great. And then, I don't know. I kind of just like forgot about them and never heard anything else. It sounds like management didn't work the band hard enough. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. Maybe I will go get their second album. But they broke up in 2006. Wonder if that's on iTunes, me. You just download that motherfucker tonight. Whoa, language. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna play uh I'm gonna play uh cranky old dude. Okay. I, but I, I uh, Tom Waits? No, 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 no. This is part of the most popular duos of all time. Cranky Sim- old dude. Oh, S- Paul Simon. Paul Simon. Okay. This is from his two thousand six album called Surprise. This uh, this doesn't really sound like a Paul Simon song that much to me, but this is called uh, how can you live in the Northeast? This is about Garfunkel, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we heard the fireworks Rushed out to watch the sky Happy go lucky Fourth of July How can you live in the 
can you live in the south? How can you build on the banks of a river when the flood water pours from the mouth? How can you be a Christian? How can you be a Jew? Seagull. How can you be a Muslim, a Buddhist, a Hindu? How can you? Weak as the winter sun, we enter life on earth. My wife was just uh, she just returned from China, and I think one of the one of the guys that she was dealing with or one of her handlers there was Mr. Chu, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Yeah, I, uh, the guy that was helping me was Mr. Chu," and I go, "Oh, that's that's what I call Mike Siegel." Nice. Did she get it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, my I do not call Mike Siegel Mr. Chu. Why not? I call him the Snowman. Oh, okay. I was about to say <laughs> it has to be something like that. Um, I'd make those jokes because Mike listens, so I know that he'll hear that. Oh, he does? Hi, Mike. And then, and then yeah. he'll come in and be like, hey, who's all the, uh, all the Jew talk? <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I didn't know that he was Jewish until you said that. Siegel? Yeah. Is that a Jewish last name? I'm like clueless when it comes so, yeah. to that. I think it is. Okay. It is now. It is now. <laughs> He's made it that way. Um. Okay, I'm going to play my dude Morrissey next, and this song is called Southpaw, and you need to go like a minute deep because it has a hell of a long intro, and it's a jam. It's funny that a lot of your, for for having so few songs with the North, South, East, West motif. They're all like my usual suspects. Well, yeah, no, totally. They're, they're like your your faves, some of yeah, your faves. I know, I got lucky. Brag, R.E.M. That's right. They Morrissey. knew. They knew somehow we were going to be doing this show. I, I wish I would have told you that you could spread it out to Eastern, Western. So East, I, yeah, I didn't. I, I bet you would. Have I didn't had, even realize that. You probably would have had a bunch more. But oh well. I like this song a lot. It's a jam. It's yeah. like 10 minutes long, but it has a really long intro and a really long outro. Nothing I can't edit. <laughs> what album is this and one? It breaks like this. Um, Southpaw Grammar. Yeah. Uh, There's when- more. Uh, yeah, it's like got tons of... Musical there, breaks. There it is, 1995. Mm-hmm. Wow, 20 years old. I know. It's ridiculous. Uh, when Pardo and I went to see uh, Billy Idol at the Wiltern Theater, Morrissey was at the He show. was there. Did you see him? We did see him. Like, was he close to you? We were We were just in the lobby, and we were walking to our seats, and he just walked by, and, and Pardo goes... Uh, say hello to Morrissey And I turn around He's right there He, he wasn't like Surrounded Oh in the lobby So you didn't see him Like rocking out Or anything No 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 We saw, he was, we saw him entering the we, Are you okay Yeah I'm okay I went to go Scratch myself And then Because I saw a picture On Morrissey Solo The next uh-huh. day p- People had taken pictures Of him in front of the venue And, and being see, like He, he was, was rocking at the idol No they I was No it wasn't inside yeah. It was like on the sidewalk So I was wondering If you saw him Like actually rocking out No he wasn't with Entourage or anything was he alone? Uh, he wasn't alone. I mean, I, you know what? Was he with one dude? Probably, yeah. Yeah. 
He, uh, not all the buttons on his shirt were buttoned. Of course. Why <laughs> like would you? Here. You got to show that shit off if you're Morrissey. <laughs> so wait. But so that we, was kind of fun because it was literally, he would turned around and he was like right there. Oh my God. And you didn't, yeah. and, and no one was talking to him? Uh, no, no. What was he getting to drink? Um, he was like, well, he, he didn't have, he was just like walk strutting in. Right. He, he kind of struts. Well, again, <laughs> why wouldn't you? Why is, um, what was I going to ask you? Why so that was cool. Like, What's funny is as soon as I saw him, I, I thought of you. That's amazing. Immediately. I'm like, why oh. didn't you tell me this before? I, for, I, I don't know. Cause I, I for, that's crazy I, that you and Pardo. So I love that Pardo recognized him. That's fantastic. Well, he's kind of recognizable now. Well, I mean, yes. he, if I would have, if I would have seen him. If you him, know who he is. I would have recognized him too. He's just, Pardo was like looking at me and he like walked. And also him. he's got a presence about him. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He kind of does. He kind of did. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I think so too. I really do think he's one of those people where it's like when he walks in a room, you just know he's in a room. Yeah. Like even if you're not a fan or whatever. I wonder where he was in the venue. Is he, is he like, I don't know. I saw him. He, this was I mean, like the day after sparks, I think, or two days later because I, mean, I saw him at sparks. The and I, he was down on the floor and the wheelchair is like all general mission floor down right. there. So was he just in, in it? Well, I was curious cause I, I don't peg him for the biggest Billy Idol fan. Yeah. I'm sure he like generation X a yeah. lot. But the, the, when I heard he was at Billy Idol, I was like, that's curious. Wonder, but, maybe they're friends. Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe <laughs> they don't buy shirts together. Yeah. yeah, really. They strut together down the street. I want to um, know what shirt you're not wearing. How was the Billy Idol show? <laughs> Great. Did he do Generation X songs? Uh, yeah, he did like three of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I, I love him. I think he's great. Right. He sings in that low register. His voice sounds amazing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if he was standing because yeah, like two. It was only like two nights before mm. he was at Sparks, and I was on the balcony, like the first row of the balcony, so I could see right over mm. to him. Yeah. And he was sitting like four rows back from the stage. That was also at the Wiltern. No, this was at the Ace Hotel. Okay. The theater at the Ace Hotel, and I just thought that was funny. Number one, because it was seated, so I'm like, why is he not front row center? Because right, right. he's like friends with Sparks, but then it was another case of I could feel everyone looking at him. Yeah, that he must stayed be hard. for pretty much the whole show. He got up for uh, intermission. There was intermission because they played all of Kimono My House in its entirety. Mm-hmm. And then there was intermission and then they played like other songs. And I thought he was going to leave during that. And so that's why I was so close to like running downstairs to be like, oh my God, hey. And I was like, oh, he's probably leaving. But then he came back after intermission and sat down. And oh, that's cool. I could see the two people in front of him did turn around a lot to talk to him. Mm-hmm. But they looked like my parents ate. Like they looked like people where I wouldn't guess they were that into him. Right. But it was interesting because they did talk to him a lot. And I wonder if somebody was like, oh, please stop talking to him. So he's going to enjoy the show or whatever. Anyway, so did, cool they, were, did they look older than him or the same age? Older than like my parents are like in their 60s. OK, so like Morris they looked about my 60. parents. No, he's 55. Mm-hmm. He's. Yes, he'll be. I'm going to be 36. He'll be 56. All right. So he's 55. He's 20 years older than me. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about Billy Joel, Billy, Billy Joel, not Billy, Joel, <laughs> Billy Idol, is he is everything. He closes with uh, "Money, Money," which I don't, I don't, oh. I don't like that cover anyway. I, I'd rather right. hear a, a real Billy Idol song. I know that was a hit for him, sure. but then, but so was like "White Wedding" or like I would think he would, you know what I mean? There's lots of hits he could end with, right? right but then, but then they do the "Get Laid, Get Fucked" stuff. Okay, you know. Uh, You've heard that, right? When people go, get laid, get fucked. No. During Moni Moni. Oh, you haven't heard no. live Moni Moni? No. It's really? Ter- it's Are you worse kidding? than the song Moni Moni. Oh, so this is just like the audience participation bit? Yeah, but he was doing it too. And he'd say, because he would say, hey, motherfuckers, get laid, get fucked. And I'm right. just like, D- you just took a shit song and made it, they make it shittier. Right, right. And then he closed I've never with seen that. anyone do that live, so I've never been part of the audience you've, participation. But you, So you've never heard that Moni Moni when people yell, get laid, get fucked? 
No, I don't think so. Find, find that on some <laughs> wedding video on YouTube. Where it's a wedding video? People yeah, do that at their weddings? Yeah. I've never been to a wedding that ever played Moni Moni. You should go to Central Pennsylvania. Yeah, you should go to Central Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Well, then that's why. Yeah. You got to find. It's got to be on here So somewhere. people's it, parents and grandparents are at a wedding and people are yelling, get laid, get fucked? Oh, my. That's body. That's crazy. <laughs> my mom would not stand for that. No, I wouldn't. No, like there's it. a video from the UGA frat party throwdowns. Okay, let's hear. It. Let's let's that, give. Well, those, see, I have been to the University of Georgia. Let's give those douchebags a shout out. How far do you think it is? Did you hear them say it? Hey. Oh, oh, that's lame. Yeah, isn't that lame? Oh, I thought it was like changing the lyrics to the actual song. No, no. they just throw it in the middle there. Oh, that's dumb. It's terrible. Oh, okay. So I, after, that's not what after I was a, expecting at all. After a stellar Billy Idol show, he closes with... He's, so he sang the get laid, get fucked ad lib. He actually was saying, hey, motherfuckers, get laid, oh. get fucked. Oh, well, you know, he's got to prove that he's still a badass after his like brain fell out in that motorcycle accident or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really? Isn't that what happened? Like, didn't it like crack his head open or something? He, he was, he's lucky to be singing, get laid, get fucked. Yeah. Cause I just remember watching his behind the music and they showed actual pictures and I almost yeah. barfed. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. His leg was torn open. Yeah. It was like really gnarly and they yeah. showed it. Mm. All right. Um, did you just play, you just played a song? Yeah. I played Morrissey. I had played Paul Simon. You played Morrissey. Mm-hmm. Let's play uh, another older dude. This is from 2006. Tom Petty. This is Down South. One more time down south. Sell the family headstones. Drag a bag of dry bones. Make good all my back home. So if I come to your door, let me sleep on your floor. I'll give you all I have and a little more. Now, Kyle, if comedian Jeff Tate was here on a scale of one to ten, what would you give that song? <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Good on you, G off. You know Jeff? <laughs> no. We talked about this last time, but I, the name sounds familiar. He's a good, he's a funny guy. He seems like a cool dude. Yeah, he's fun. All right, my next one is called Southeast Coastal Rendezvous. What? And this is a band called the Luxmas, good friends of mine from Australia. And I like them a lot. There's a quick fade there. What happened, Kyle? <laughs> Get it just, off. As soon as it, uh, it as soon as it got to a certain point, he just stopped. Just you just stopped. 
It it just I don't know. Don't happens. blame the tag. Don't blame the MP3. Machines don't it's make the, mistakes. It's the board. Yeah. You blaming the file? They do make mistakes. Have you seen Terminator? Oh, you got me there. <laughs> Can't argue with that logic. <laughs> what? Uh, are you looking at your watch? Do you got you going somewhere tonight? No, I wasn't. I mean, I was looking at because it, it's so cool looking, <laughs> so I can't keep my eyes off of it in that I way. Is this a is this a new watch? It's not new at all. It's actually really old. See how that stuff is worn off. Oh, I thought that was actually just part of the design. No, it's like the stuff I've had it forever. No, I could tell that was an old band. Yeah, it is. But I like it because well, you know old bands. <laughs> yes, I do. Do you know why I bought this? Because it's like the tough cuff style that Elvis wears in the '68 comeback special. He wears a leather band that's just like this, where it's like the band and then the watch is well, over that it. Is, that is a tough cuff. Because it's a tough it's, cuff. How long is that? How old is that? You don't even know. I don't even know. But I have three or four watches like this because of the specific tough cuff design. If I go to eBay and type in tough cuff, is that what's going to come up? Maybe. I don't know if that's or did an you official make a, name. Oh, you just made that name up? I don't know if I made it up. I remember me and Millie saying it when we would watch the comeback special, like, look at this tough cuff. But Where, I think that's, it could be a real thing. Where's Millie live? In Atlanta. What is Millie up to? What's, what's her? She programs Turner Classic Movies. Wow. Yeah, dude. Very nice. Living the dream. Does she program the guy that introduces the movie? Robert Osborne? <laughs> no, she doesn't. Who gives away the entire plot? See, robots, <laughs> see, robots do make mistakes. She, yeah. She Osborne's doesn't have any uh, say over that. She just picks the movies that are played. It's up to him to introduce them. That's a fun gig, I bet. Oh, my God. It's like the greatest. She loves it. She loves movies? She She's going to grad school now for film. She's like obsessed with movies. Does she love classic movies? She's a big fan of classic movies. Does she love Turner, Turner classic She does. <laughs> Specifically uh, those kind. The, the Tough Cuff uh, is a strength and conditioning manual for baseball pitchers. Oh, see, they stole that from me. That's, that's <laughs> right, for pitching workouts and throwing programs. No, yeah. that's not it. They Damn stole straight. it from me. I'm uh, suing. How many songs do you have left? Dose. I have dose too, so uh, it's my turn, then your turn. Then your turn, then and my then turn. my turn. Tough Cuff right. is also the thing, the brand of things that they strap prisoners down when they give them Whoa. a lethal injection. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. They got that from you a too. A brand of those. Like those are manufactured specifically to give people lethal well, injections. I, mean, I think it's a restraint. Right. But it's like, we can't lethally inject you until we have Tough Cuff brand uh, cuffs, TM. Yeah. Are we still recording? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. No, no, I was seriously making sure. Okay. No, I had to, I had to think for a second. Kind of, yeah, no, the numbers are going. All right. It's, uh, I'm up. Uh, is it me? Yes. Yeah. Sure. All right. This is, uh, this is Jackson Brown from his album Looking East from 1996. This is a song called Looking East. Very political. Well, the search for the truth is conducted with a wink and a nod. And what power and position are equated with the grace of God. These times of famine for the soul are from the senses of the beast. From the edge of my country, as far as you see, looking east. Hunger at um, speaking of uh, when when guys nag and it doesn't work, I have talked to... Neg, not nag. Ne- you said beg? Neg, N-E-G, short, What's, like what? negative. Like oh, nagging a girl nag. is a thing. I thought you said nagging no, a girl. No, 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 nagging is like... See, this is that's an Aproism. No, it's not. That's from the game. That's a real thing that like pickup artists use. I don't like anything about this game book. It's But that's true. It's nagging. I thought you said nagging. What no. did you think she said? 
I knew she said negative. You, even if you didn't, I think you would say that you did. No, no it's no, a thing. Yeah. I didn't no, I know it's up. a thing now, I, but I, my ears heard nag. Okay, no. And nagging wouldn't work either. No, I don't want to be nagged either. No. <laughs> well, I was going to say nagging doesn't work because I talk to Jackson Brown's people every two months and I can't get that guy to sit down in here. Oh, does he? Yeah, he lives here, right? Yeah. He's supposed to be kind of a jerk though, isn't he? I don't know. He beats women, doesn't he? You don't want to talk to that guy. <laughs> I swear to God, that's not a joke. Didn't he beat Daryl Hannah? I don't know he if he eggs him with his fist. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't want to talk to that guy. I feel that if he would have... Now, look, I'm not defending this. Okay. I'm not defending it at all. Mm-hmm. But I feel that th- if this was a, a real thing, there would have been pictures and there would have been... You know what I mean? Like, like there would have been a picture of her with a black eye or something. I just don't... Well, I just don't know. Just because he hit her doesn't mean he punched her in the face enough to give her a black eye. Right. Because like when I do it, I load up a, a pillowcase with oranges. This is it dark. Doesn't, oranges. Because it doesn't leave a mark. Right. Right. And, and he might have done that. And then you pummel about the torso. You're fine. There you go. You know, you're just, joking, uh, but that could have been his exact well, strategy. True. I just, uh, he just seems like, it just doesn't seem like something that he does. You're... Do you know what you just said? Yeah. Do you know you're playing the part of the witness in every single newscast of a next door neighbor of a murderer? He, he seems, seems so, so normal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. His his house, We all seem normal. His house runs on the power of the sun. He just right. seems yeah. I don't know. I, I know I'm not I don't I I mean I'm normally not like that with things, but for some reason I just feel like there would have been more to that story. Like it would have been right. a bigger deal. Yeah, but unfortunately, we live in. Why wasn't Bill Cosby a big deal until the sixtieth woman came? He's a, he's a huge deal. He's a very successful comedian. <laughs> he had TV shows, I'm cartoons, saying, like, Ghost Dad. Sadly, a lot of this stuff doesn't become a big deal until it does. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. As a woman, that's a huge bummer. I guess. Look, I don't know. I don't know if the guy really did it or not. Uh, do I think that somebody would lie about it? I also don't I, think that. Right. I know that's. So, I, look, I hope. Hopefully he'll write a book sometime and and, and, and clear his own name. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and put it. Let me put it out there, guys. I am innocent. Look, Take it no from way. me. I totally didn't I do mean, anything it, bad. But if I did do it, this is how yeah, I would have done yeah, it. Yeah, totally. So I just uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. You I, right. I, look. I've hey, looked. get him on here and ask him. Do I, you beat women? <laughs> See what he said. Get the truth. That might be, because they said, could you give us an example of five questions that you might ask Mr. Brown? Are you a woman beater? (laughs) Yeah, that was, and then number two was, did you beat Daryl Hannah? Yeah. And and number three was, did she take it like a bitch? Oh, damn. (laughs) And then they go, we don't need any more questions from you. Because I sent them one at a time. Yeah, that could be it then. I think Um, you answered your own question. Also, I'm I'm definitely not defending any abuse of women. Definitely not. I just don't. Thank you. I just don't know that. I just don't know about that story. Sure. The thing I liked about Rod Stewart's autobiography is he addresses all of those Rod Stewart rumors. Oh, the one about like having semen in his yes. stomach and stuff. Yeah, he addresses all True. Of those. <laughs> he was like, as it turns out, I just uh, like to drink it out of glasses. I thought it was mayonnaise, yeah, yeah. and I love to eat a yeah. whole can of it. I didn't get it in a gay it. way. I just it's thirst quenching. Uh, he no. He says he says that he fired he fired a road manager, and two days later, that story was in the press. The semen one, yeah. That's, so what a weird th- that came from a like disgruntled employee. That's 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 because he says he goes look. I know there's there's he, basically like throughout the book he'll go. Was I going to be a professional soccer player? And then he'll, you know, and, and when that when I turned the pages and I got to that, I'm like, oh my god, he's going to 
talk about this. See, that's funny yeah. to me because if I, that's the weirdest, how is that the first place you go to start a rumor about your former boss? Like, yeah. you know what? I'll get him back by saying his guts full of semen. Like, well, that's I guess, so you weird. Know, in the seventies though, that, that would have been like a, that would have been a negative. See, I don't agree with you because I feel like Rod Stewart seems like a Mick Jaggerish type of, I feel like Rod Stewart would go, if he sucked a dude's dick, he'd go, yeah, I totally sucked a dude's dick. What's up? Like, you know what I mean? It was like that time when like, you know, Mick Jagger, and David just, Bowie no, fucked around with no, each other. Part of the show banter will just be, we'll just isolate <laughs> April saying, yeah, I sucked a dude's dick. I was playing the part of Rod Stewart in the Not 70s. the way I edit it. But I'm just saying, I feel no, like no. he wouldn't even be, he'd go, yeah, I did that. Yeah. Whatever. Who but, cares? But he doesn't say that. So I, I right. don't believe he, that he that story is. that they, they, mis, they misspelled it and it was Seagram's. Seagram's. <laughs> it was and he's like, ale. yeah, come on. God, I love ginger. I love getting my stomach pumped full of ginger ale. <laughs> ginger ale is good. All right, what do you got? You got two more. You got two one more. right now. My penultimate song is Uh-oh. by the Stone Roses, and it is called "Driving South." I bet there's a song called "Driving East," "Driving South." There's got to be driving, right. Yeah. Yeah, man, John Squire shredding. I do like that guitar sound. I'm on board with this. Yeah, I think you'd be into the Stone Roses. Don't tell me what I can do. It's a great tune. I think you'd be in, you would be one of the few people I think that would like the second Stone Roses record more than the first. Why? What does that do? What's the second album do? That well, because the first, the first one, one is like universally acclaimed as like one of the best AB albums of yeah. all time. But the second one is real riff heavy. Mm-hmm. It's real John Squire noodling around. And is so this from the second album? That's from the second album. So I think you'd like that better. I'm probably going to go to the UCD store and find that for three ninety nine. Do it. It might be less than that. What? Because m- m- huge Stone Roses fans don't think it's as good. Three ninety eight. It'll probably be like a dollar ninety nine. Oh, buy it. It's called Second Coming. Uh, by the way, when I left the house tonight and I, I put the shirt on, and my wife said, D- "You're not going to wear that shirt." I, I go, well, "Yeah, why wouldn't I wear it?" She goes, "Because it's a lot of green and a lot of white and a lot of stripes." And I go, "I like this shirt. I don't see what's wrong, what's with, wrong this shirt. with this shirt." And she she goes, "If that's what you want to wear, while you record a podcast with one of the hippest girls in L.A." Whoa! Then, and you were like, then, who's that? I'm meeting like April. Who are you, you talking you about? You do have a big rip in one of your jeans, though, too. Yeah, that's, these are my rocker jeans. <laughs> oh, I see. Rips are hit. Yeah, these are my knees. Tell these your are, wife thank you. These are my, hey, I'm on my way to Def Leppard jeans with these. What's the, the first one? What are you going to play? So, Grungy Steve from Blue's Clues? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're the hippest girl, one of the hippest girls in LA. Hey, tell her I very much appreciate mm-hmm. it. And after getting slammed by two teenage girls on Instagram, it's what I needed to hear. So she made my night. So thank you, ladies. Yes. Uh, This'll be you when you're old. No, it won't. I was like, you wish. I didn't say anything. I did not say anything. I will not say anything. 
Uh, I'm going to play a song by a little band called Escape Club. Oh, yes, totally. <laughs> Let's hear a little Wild Wild I West. I forgot about this. How <laughs> could this not be on my list? I totally forgot about it. <laughs> this song rules. The 47 dead living in the back street, northeast, west, south, all in the same house. Sitting in the back room, waiting for the big boom. I'm in the bedroom, waiting for my baby. She's so For some reason, I think there's a parody Wild song West. about Adam West to the to this to tune. that tune. Could you look that up? Since we're relying on oh YouTube God, a lot, this whole episode is all like weird YouTube fake songs. That's all. Oh, I totally forgot about that song. Yeah, Chip used to do it at karaoke all the time. Can, I can't believe is I he forgot sing, about is that. Is Chip Pope a good singer? He's a fantastic singer. Is he, he really? really is. He has a great voice. Maybe comedy was not his calling. Then. He did, he put out a comedy album as our romance as his eighties character. Oh, but, oh yeah, I did know that. I did know that. And it's good. It sounds like a legit eighties album. That's cool. I mean, obviously, like the lyrics are funny, but the songs sound like legit eighties songs. Was that on AST Records? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's where I've seen it. All right, is this what you're thinking of? Let's find out. Wally Winger. Yeah, he's a voiceover artist. Yeah. What's the song called? Just Wild Wild West? Adam West. Oh my By Wally God. Winger. God, how have I not heard Club. this? This is amazing. This is my new favorite song of how, all time. How awesome is that? Adam West. That's pretty great. Now, let me tell you. I'm how did this guy beat Weird Al to it? I'm trying. Look, the guy kind of looks like Weird Al. He's very similar looking to Weird Al, Wally Winger. He's a voiceover artist. I don't know how I know him. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm trying to think how I know him. All, all I know is. Like, you know him personally? No, I don't know him, but man, he, used to rent, uh, he used to rent out the, um, the silent movie theater mm. and show what he wanted to show and he would invite friends and then friends of friends would invite friends. And right. I got invited once cause he showed the 1966 Batman movie mm-hmm. and he had Julie Newmar came. He oh had her God. come. I met her Dude, there. My ex-husband, David, I was talking about watching. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That was, that's like his number one. He got like his first boner to Julie Newmar. He has like 5,000 frame pictures of Julie Newmar. Well, around. that's do, crazy. Do you want to? No, he loves her. She's yeah, hot, no. but he's like, yeah, I think she gave me my first boner ever. Wally Winger does the voice of the Riddler in the Batman video games. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, there you go. The ones you play. Yeah. Um, yeah. Julie Newmar. Um, like if you had that list where if I could go back in time and get anyone in their prime. She's, she looks fantastic. And, and yeah. that... It was her idea. I read that it was her idea to wear th- that belt from the Catwoman costume low right. around the hips, right. not around her waist. She wanted to and have I, it just, low. Yeah, I mean that's she's just. Uh, yeah, she still looks good. She, she did look, good. and she was like this. Was she was in her sixties? I mean, she she's got to be good. at least in her sixties. You know who else still looks good? Elvira. Mistress, Elvira. Wait, wait, Mistress of the Dark. Yes, that one. Cassandra Peterson, not the one from the Oak Ridge Boys song. Cassandra the, Peterson. Yes. Yeah, she does look. She good, still actually. looks super good. Yeah, she does. Would you hit? 
Well, I don't like the Elvira character. I don't like the. I don't like how Elvira looks. You oh, know what I mean? Okay. You're, so you're not into goths. I get it. I just don't. Uh, you know, we'll talk off air. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, but Julie Newmar's Catwoman is pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's hot. Yeah. Um, you, you have a last song, and then Kyle, you're going to play us out? I don't have a play out. You don't have a play out? No, I told you at the beginning, and you said, oh, that's okay. We'll play I out with one we of mine. We wish we would have played out with Adam West then. We can play out the way that the Murmur album plays out because West of the Fields is the last track on Murmur. All right. Before we do that, uh, you're at Apey on Twitter. Yes. What's your website? AprilRichardson.com. Is it April Marie Richardson? No, my middle name is not involved. When I go to your website, there's so many different AprilRichardson.coms. If you Google April Richardson, a million people come up, including a little girl who just recently died in a car crash because I did get... I got emails, by the way. I got a couple of emails from people being like, are you okay? Well, if when you, I'm like, well, if I died, I couldn't have answered your emails. emails. Your family would have got them. Yeah. I mean, that was um, weird, but yeah. Um, uh, if you Google your name. Or a lawyer. There's a like, lawyer named April Richardson. You're like the first five. Well, yeah, I'm like the first, but I'm just saying if you go a little deeper, it's like there's an artist, a lawyer. Um, oh, April Richardson artist. There's somebody. Yeah. But, and there, and then there was like, uh, like I said, news articles when that first happened, a girl named Ava Richardson died in a car crash, and there was that was like the first thing coming up. Google me, see what comes up, because I don't Google myself. You know what? But did you see when you scroll down a little bit? It goes. It's like also Jimmy Pardo. Yeah, this is my favorite, Doctor Pat Francis, and then your Twitter, and then five pictures come up of a lady, of a lady, lady four of a Pat lady, Francis. and you're the second one. That is pretty funny. <laughs> so five ladies. Yeah. Oh, that's all the same lady. That's Dr. Pat Francis. She's an evangelist of is some. She really? I think she is, oh. yeah. And then, then a horrible picture. And here's me. Pat Francis on Earwolf. That's me because I was on some one of their shows. Are you saying I'm number two of the Pat Francis's? I think yeah. the doctor has you trumped. She does. That's she why I'm that's why I'm though. at she Pat does have, underscore Francis. Well, she does have Pat or she does have doctor in her name. Right. So you can tell the difference. Well, that's why I'm A, because like every variation of April or April Marie or April Richardson was taken. I'm not the doctor of rock. <laughs> you are now. I Like LRH, I'm going to present you a doctorate <laughs> that I just made up. And I'm going to accept it. I'm yes. gonna, you mean a rockerate? You're going to salute me? I'm going to salute you so strongly. I'm going to make a fake metal? Yeah. A rockerate? A rockerate in rock. How about how bad the graphics were for, for, the, for a billion dollar organization? Billion dollars. They have the worst... Totally. But they do have pyro. There was parts where I was watching and going, you know what? I could get sucked in. If I went to church and there were pyro and fireworks, I might be like, I'll join. This seems pretty cool. Like, I could see it. Does it make you want to go and, and, and do an audit just for fun? Oh, I've done it. I've you, gone to the LRH like life exhibit like a million times. It's like the first place I take people who come to visit me. It's is it, hilarious. I've done an e-meter before. And how do you not... Do you do it seriously? How are you not... Well, what, do, what do they tell you? They go... I mean, I honestly could talk about this for 500 hours because I've just been obsessed with it for so long. And the guy, my friend Dan, the person who lived in his apartment mm-hmm. before him was a Scientologist okay. and they still send him all the mail. So I have a whole file folder at home there full of he, internal he found mail. bodies in the wall. Well, no, it's like for real, like class yeah. um, uh, catalogs and like for real insider magazines. And it's the most hilarious word salad you've ever read. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it makes no sense. And then like the classes are like 30 grand or whatever. Oh my God. But the L. Ron Hubbard life exhibition, you can go, it's on Hollywood Boulevard and it's free and it's set up like a museum. And I had already read so much about the guy at this point. Like I already knew yeah. it's all a scam. I mean, they paint him to be like, look at what a hero this guy is. Yeah. It's amazing. It's and he, Yeah. And so it's got 
you walk through and it's got like his old Boy Scout patches and glass cases. I mean, they, wow. it's as if he's like Abraham Lincoln or something where you're like, yeah, we've documented this great man's life. Yeah, he's unbelievable. And then you get to the upstairs part and so much of it, I mean, again, I could talk for hours because they show you um, like paintings of him and they show you like journals where they're like, this is where he figured out fucking rocket science. And you're like, no, he didn't at all. <laughs> so it's just like stuff like that where you're like, he didn't do this at all. And then he's the original voice of Mickey Mouse. I mean, honestly, like they have all he of this, is. they have all of this stuff where you go, that's not true. <laughs> and so they go um, and they tell you about Narconon and stuff. Because they, there's one part where they go, you know how they think saunas help? They, one of the guides, because they have a guide, and one of the guides, I, it was a time where I had to like not laugh in this guy's face. Because the poor guy was so earnest, and he was so like, you know, this has really saved my life. It's so great. And he was like, I was addicted to drugs before I came here. And then I went to their... Nar- to and their- now I don't have any money to buy drugs. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what got me out. They took away my drug money. Yeah. Nobody goes... You know, I went to a retreat where I was in the sauna all day and like sweat it all out. And he goes... I even remember, he goes, I could taste the drugs that I was sweating out from even when I had my tonsils out. He's like, I had my tonsils out when I was seven and they gave me like, you know, drugs to put me under. And I sweat out so much in this purification sauna that I could taste those drugs coming back. And I was like, Motherfucker, you're like 40. You do not taste the drugs from when you were seven. seven right. Get your tonsils you do, you're out. Hallucinating. Yeah. So yeah. It, so he was saying that all earnestly. But then yeah. So they you go upstairs and then they have a an e meter and they're like, would you like to try it? And I was like, yeah, of course. And so it is just like two soup cans on wires, and they go, uh, you know, I grab onto them and and the lady is like, this was a different lady. Wouldn't you says, love to know what the technology is with inside that box? It's I think nothing. honestly, I think it's the heat that is on yeah. the palms of your hands. I uh-huh. do think it measures that because when you first grab onto it, the thing, the needle moved. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I had warm palms. And then they go, it didn't move. She goes, think of a really bad memory. Think of a sad memory. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm just thinking, this is bullshit. I'm thinking <laughs> the jerk off hand motion. Like that's the thing I'm thinking. And so she's like, see, that's a sad memory or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. And then she goes, you know, if we and were to audit you properly, you know, she's like moving the time with her. Yeah, hand. it's it's all just like movement of the thing in your hand temperature because obviously I'm just thinking whatever like, this is bullshit and though so it moves a tiny bit. And see she it. goes, see, that's your whatever, like your engram. If you came to auditing, we would you know get rid of that bad memory so that you wouldn't be traumatized by it anymore. For me here, so when you go through that, at the end of the day, to me, it seems like the idea behind it. Other than like, let's get all your money in the sinister right. stuff. I think the idea that they sell to the people who are into it is that we will remove bad thoughts. We'll get rid of bad thoughts, this terrible memories. Like therapy. But to me, I'm like, even if that were to work, we are supposed to have bad right. thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. We're not all like happiness robots. Yeah. Like you need Look sadness. At Tom yeah. <laughs> right. But it's like kind of, yeah. It's like, <laughs> happiness robots. Jackson Here. Brown has bad thoughts beating them. If you don't feel bad things, then the good things don't seem as good. Right. So we shouldn't be happy all the time, 24-7. That's not human existence. Right. Like, that's not a life to be experienced. So that's my thing. I'm like, even if this were a real thing, you shouldn't want to do it. I'd be afraid that when I grabbed those meters, the needle would go right in. It would go right up and it would say, good looking. <laughs> it's like those, at a carnival, like yes. the compatibility test. Yes. It's like ding, 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 hot mama or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, at Kyle Dotson Funny, at Pat underscore Francis, at Rock Solid Show. And let's play.
play out. Thank you for being if, here. If you want to join Scientology, go to Scientology. If you want to join yes. that, if yeah. you want to join that organization, yes, you may. <laughs> Wait, this was not anti-religion talk. This was anti-organization. Yes, very specifically that. Watch the documentary. They're not good people. What are we playing out with? <laughs> West of the Fields by the greatest band of all time, REM. REM. <laughs>